welcome to the second episode of That's Right. Thank you all so much for the positive feedback we received from the first one. We really weren't expecting it. This week is going to be a little bit different. It's just Enya and I and we're going to talk about one story in particular. Um, the piece I wrote with uh, Jigsaw on counselling. So the aim is kind of to break down the stigma around counselling and share our own personal experiences. So we're just going to fill you in on what we're doing to keep our mental health um, in check during isolation and some of our like favourite feel-good tunes. Should be a fun one. Uh, before we get into all that kind of stuff just for like the sake of order I guess like because obviously some people haven't seen the magazine so we thought it would make the most sense to run through a little bit on how the magazine is actually laid out and the types of stories that are in Fried. Um, so in issue 01 we decided to split the magazine into five chapters so the first chapter is threads the second is growth the third is Kama Sutra um, the fourth is Iha and the fifth is the crew so they're all kind of like self-explanatory. Um, chapter one, threads, it's everything to do with fashion. So there's like a cool piece in it with Keelan Moncrief and Rean Donovan on sustainability. Um, and then there's also a bit on St. Street sneakers and Tola Vintage. And then chapter two, growth, is it's all it's to do with all kinds of growth. Um, me- like not just in mental health terms, but like every kind of growth. So there's there's a bit on um what we're going to be talking about today, the piece on Jigsaw that's called Taboo About... T- <laughs> Tongue twister. Um, so in... <laughs> so the story we're doing today is comes from the chapter growth and it's called Taboo With Therapy. Got it the second time. Um, and there's also bits though in that chapter about there's even one piece on think inside the box it's about the importance of voting um so it's not just about mental health um but we'll go into the rest another time and then chapter three karma sutra it's all about six (laughs) 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 but there's (laughs) i feel like this whole podcast is just going to be laughing for the whole time And it's such a serious topic as well. I know. Um, Okay. So the third chapter is um, Kama Sutra. It's all about sex. There's a story in there called Let's Talk About Sex. And that's all about um, the sex education system in Ireland and like the changes that we feel should be made. Um, Chapter four, Iha, is all about nightlife. And it's one of the stories in there is to do with Jafaris music. Um which Katie and Fruk are actually going to be talking about next week's podcast. And then the last chapter, The Crew, is just a little piece about all of us introducing ourselves. Um, so that kind of is a quick summary of how issue 001 is laid out and the five chapters, but they're literally just one example of a story from each. Um, but there's many more stories in each of the chapters, but we're going to go into them at a later date. But for today, we're just going to focus on Jigsaw and all things mental health and... COVID-19. So I suppose mental health is like really topical um, especially at the moment because it's, we're all in quarantine and everyone's a bit on edge and everyone's a bit anxious and like I suppose feelings that normally we might be able to like suppress or talk about with your friends like are kind of coming to the forefront now and I guess that's why we kind of chose to talk about Jigsaw today. So I got the idea to write a mental health article I suppose kind of during our first kind of proper meeting of the magazine back in I probably like was it October maybe like we met yeah met as a group and I kind of thought I was going to counseling like I said last week at the time and I kind of was like I suppose I was kind of at the stage where I was like okay I'm actually ready to tell people like 
not that I had to tell people, but like I was kind of like, I'm okay talking about this now. I'm okay to tell people like that I'm not actually a okay. Like you know, like I'm not perfect all the time. So I think like this like article, like I kind of wrote that article like from a place like. I suppose to like help that 18 year old self like that I was like okay it's not that big a deal like why did I care so much what people thought about me because I literally I'd say I told like one person maybe two people at the time that I was going for counselling if that like I told nobody about it so I kind of want to like help people that like are in that mindset like that like it's not a bad thing like it's really not so um I first started going to Jigsaw when I was so I was 19 I suppose back in September um why did I like question what age I was like it was literally like the last time <laughs> why did I <laughs> why did I have to think about that so much but anyway um so I um uh, set up like you know like the introductory appointment um for like September which was like the Monday of orientation week so I had moved to Galway on the Sunday and I think I organized it probably about a month before that so in kind of like the end of July start of August I kind of started thinking like that my head wasn't like where it should be or like where I wanted it to be like I was kind of feeling a bit like oh I don't feel okay like I feel a bit lost and I suppose after like a year doing business I kind of started like like doing business in college I kind of started like questioning my choice and it was like putting me down a small bit like I was kind of like oh have I made the right decision like I have three more years left of this course am I doing the right thing and there was just like a load of other things that like I just didn't feel like there was like right in my life so I was kind of like I'm gonna go sort this out like to not so that I didn't have to do it like when it was kind of a bit too late or like when I was you know like feeling way worse about it like so I said I'd sort it out so that was fine anyway and then I started counseling and I honestly like I suppose like kind of kind of a touch of like Stockholm syndrome like I kind of like fell in love with like the place like I was like I actually don't think I ever want to leave like it was such a like a great setup so when the opportunity to write the article came up I was like I definitely want to get like jigsaw involved and I want them to write something on it because I think it'd be such like a good idea for it to come from like the actual organization's perspective and kind of incorporate like my kind of view on it as well so like that's like the kind of the start of the article is kind of of, like going to like briefly about what like I talk about like and like my like little bit of my journey and whatever oh I hate saying that like my (laughs) My journey journey. (laughs) (laughs) that was like the most youtuber thing I've ever said like (laughs) take that back (laughs) okay (laughs) and so yeah so the article kind of covers it's kind of like um a very like I won't say basic interview, but it kind of, like, covers everything to do with, like, what you it's need like to know. It's like Q&A, like, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, it's... like that frequently asked question part of, yeah. like, any, like, form or anything you fill out. Yeah, it's kind of like that. So Jigsaw, basically, is the National Centre for Youth Mental Health. And they have, like, offices in, like, Dublin, Cork, Galway, um, Kerry, Limerick, Meath and Offaly. So um, Jigsaw wants to ensure that no young person feels alone, isolated or disconnected from others um, around them. Jigsaw provides uh, support to young people around their mental health by working with young people individually and working closely with communities across Ireland. So I suppose it's kind of like, it's like, I suppose, a centre for people that like are struggling. Like that's kind of like what it is summed up. And I guess when I first contacted them, I was kind of like a little bit, I suppose, embarrassed. Like, I won't lie. Like, And how did you contact them? Did you ring them or um, email them or, like, DM them I or something? I emailed them because, like, I was actually at home one day and, like, it was a rare day that I was, like, off work and I wasn't, like, doing anything. And I was kind of, like, I kind of had made the decision that I was going to, like, go somewhere. And I kind of was just Googling places. And this place is kind of the first place that came up. So I emailed them and I think within, like, 24 hours they had rang me 
and like my heart dropped I was like what it's like why yeah that's I was good like, though why are these people ringing me and then I was like do you know what that, they're so good like that was so like I felt like okay they actually really do care I suppose like I was like this is actually a thing like I'm actually going to get this on like I'm going to make this happen because like I suppose when you're sending an email or something like you don't really think like you don't think too much of it I definitely don't anyway like I was kind of like oh we'll see how it goes but when they rang me like it kind of like yeah. I was like okay I'm gonna sort this out like I'm gonna like help like myself like and I'm gonna fix whatever is wrong they made the appointment straight away and I guess for the next month I kind of like it kind of kept me going for all of August because I was like okay firstly like I'm going back to Galway and secondly I'm gonna be like you know I'm gonna like have someone to talk to I'm gonna be like not alone kind of a thing not that I'd be alone but you know what I mean but um yeah but it's like you know that phrase as well like nothing changes until something yeah. changes so it's like you know it's so cringy yeah. or whatever like tumblr yeah. quotes but like uh, it's so true because it's you feel so good even you know even by making that call yeah. even though I didn't actually change anything but it was like you it was like you finally decided okay I don't want to feel like this yeah. anymore so I'm going to do something yeah. and even though it was just one small action of like emailing them yeah. or calling them it's like it's different to everything I've yeah. done before so that's kind it of felt exciting like I was kind of like, like taken back who knows what's yeah, gonna happen I feel like I was taking back a bit of control and stuff do you know and I just it, it was yeah it was, definitely it was kind of a relief as well and then um so I went for like my introductory um kind of session I suppose on the Monday morning um when I got to Galway so like I think it was like the 2nd of September or something it was really early on in the year and um I just they were like so like helpful like so basically like I suppose I'll kind of describe how it how, how it goes yeah I do so the place you do you walk in and like you just walk down like a few steps and like it's so like bright and colorful and like every time like I'm sure you're like like this is probably what, you know like I guess it is their job to be happy and to be friendly but like it's just it's so like it makes you feel so welcome when they're so nice like they're you're always like met with like this big smile like from the receptionist yeah. like she see she was so lovely and um they basically like take your name and you're told to take a seat or whatever they offer you a cup of tea and like ask you do you want anything like to, like biscuits or anything like that like they're it's so nice like it feels like you're going into your nana's house or something like it's like <laughs> that so feeling cute. like when you're just like showered with like you know like attention it's like oh okay that's nice yeah yeah and um you go into the rooms then and well you're met with your counselor and then you go into they bring you into the room and there's like rooms downstairs and there's rooms upstairs and the rooms are so like there's such like a zen like feel to them they're like so how do you describe it like it's like the the lighting is like low it's like warm like the couches are like colorful yeah. like they have loads of cushions on them and like it just it just makes you feel so relaxed and it's just an environment that like you feel like safe and you feel like secure and like I know how cringy that sounds but like it does like that kind of atmosphere like helps so much especially when you're going to talk about stuff that you wouldn't normally talk about because I think a lot of people as well like a common misconception is that people think like they create like a direct comparison between like let's say a doctor's like your local GP to like mental health but like that's such a cold atmosphere going into a doctor's waiting room and you're just sitting there beside the next person and it's like no one talks to you until they're like in you <laughs> you're you're yeah. called up like you're yeah. up but like it's so it's not like that so I think a lot of people might think oh that's what counseling's like but it's not like it is mental health and because it's mental health they're obviously a lot more conscious of all the things that they need to do to make someone feel more comfortable but a lot yeah. of people don't realize that until they actually go themselves so it is a really nice atmosphere yeah and it was kind of it's it was way different to like I've been to will say like 
two rounds of like, do you call it rounds of counselling? I don't know, like bouts of counselling. It sounds like I'm doing like a boxing match or something. But like I have been to counselling twice before in different places. And I suppose the first time it wasn't really like to like, the first set of counselling I had was kind of like to get me through my leave insert. It wasn't to like deal with my problems or like, not my problems. Okay, no, I'll take that back. That's hard. It wasn't to like deal with like, well, I was what I was going through basically. It was to get me through my leave insert, if that makes sense. And so that was kind of like different to what I got this time around. And last year I went to the college counseling um in NUIG and I can I say that it like I suppose it didn't it it didn't really work for me. So yeah, so this time it was just so different. Like it was they they were there for solely you. Like college was just one aspect or school was just one aspect of what you had to talk about. There was everything like you could talk about, like anything you wanted to and you felt like you could like before like I would never ever dream of saying anything like about going out or like drinking or anything like that in counseling because like even though like I've always gone like over the legal like age like drinking and stuff like I just felt like I couldn't say it like but now like I just they're like they're just I know like my counselor anyway or she was just so friendly I suppose I can only speak for her as well like she was just so friendly I feel like I could say anything to her and she wouldn't have judged me and I guess that's what you want. Like, that's what you expect from a place like that. So it's probably worth mentioning as well, the way Molly has the article actually laid out. It's in like a Q&A style, which I think is helpful because it just gives people like, kind of like a soundbite of all the questions you're probably wondering anyway about Jigsaw. Um, so the first is who are Jigsaw? Then what are the aims of Jigsaw? Who can come to Jigsaw? What does the service offer young people? Do, what does a person expect to gain by coming to Jigsaw? Where does the name Jigsaw come from? Do you think there's a stigma around counselling? Any advice for someone who's afraid or nervous to reach out or ask for help? How to get in touch and where are the offices? And it's worth noting as well that all these were answered by someone who actually works in Jigsaw and is like a counsellor, like working there. So it's interesting, like especially the one, any advice for someone who's afraid or nervous to reach out or asking for help. Um, So like that was answered directly from a counsellor who works there. So she obviously has met a lot of people and understands like what are the things that make people worried and um it just it like what she said as well was reaching out can be the most difficult at the very beginning but going through that can allow you to talk about and to better understand why it is that we are feeling what we are feeling and a chance to build on our strengths and even though I know that seems like the most like generic thing for like especially for a counsellor to say and people always say stuff with mental health they're like first thing is just like oh reach out tell someone but like that's so much easier said than done but it like really just even the way she has that worded like again it's just so important to note that she has obviously met so many people this is her job so she knows what like stresses people out and like you know she knows that like reaching out literally is the hardest part but like once you do that like you're literally halfway there like it's just that kind of icebreaker I think is the hardest part for people like I feel like you hear this the whole time, but it is genuinely taking the first step. Yeah, like, it really, really is. You, you, and as well, I think another thing like that I think is important to like say is that like you don't have to like have like a mental like issue to feel yeah sad or to feel like that you like like you don't have to be like so you don't have to label yourself like you don't have to feel like you're oh I have anxiety or I have depression yeah. or I have this or you don't need to like trigger like, you don't nothing needs to like trigger you you like you don't need to have a death yeah. you don't need to have like a horrific like traumatic event to happen like like yeah that's what I'm kind of trying to get at I think yeah. it's just kind of like 
it's okay to just wake up one day and be like oh okay I don't feel well and then if it lasts a little bit a time like and like the things that you usually do aren't helping it's okay to yeah. reach out to someone like even if you just want to go once a in a while though like it's that's okay like if you just want to like unload yeah. or things are like stressful at the moment um like yeah. I've been to counseling on two different occasions as well but my experience was very different to yours Molly in that my first time going was in secondary school and it was I think it was during my leave insert or could have been like fifth year and leave insert um but it was in like it was like private counseling like I didn't go to jigsaw or any kind of service like that so I never had that experience of like the waiting room or anything like that it was just like I went into like like an office house kind of thing um but I found that a really, really positive experience. And I think the most helpful thing I found from that was, I think it's called CBT, like cognitive behavioral therapy. Yeah. Um, where you learn like yeah. techniques. Um, and I found that the most helpful because I still use some of those techniques now. And I remember one, which I find so helpful that I've like shared with some of my friends already is I call it, I think she calls it like the 10 second rule, but really you can set whatever time you want. And it's basically just this idea where if you, you can like train your mind, like you can discipline yourself to, um, like I'm such a worrier. I'm a Virgo as well for anyone who's like interested in astrology. So like naturally I worry about like everything under the sun, but I remember I was in leave and search at the time and like, I would find myself being in like biology or something worrying about some absolutely whack-ass like irrational thing that would just never happen and I would find it so hard to switch it off and I remember her telling me just being like okay if you find it hard to switch off from away from that thought why don't you give yourself a certain amount of time to just think about it just let yourself think about it freak yourself the fuck out and get it all out of your system but she told me I think it was I think it was like allow yourself like one minute so I'd literally be able to watch on the clock for one minute and just let myself worry about it but then after the minute I would just switch off because her like thought process on it as well the way she explained it to me was you know you need to you need to sit your leave insert in June you have to you know get all your study done now you have to listen to these classes but this thing you're worrying about doesn't have a time stamp like you can worry about it at any time so like try and I guess like obviously I'm not encouraging you to worry either but it's just it's just a good way of like tricking your mind into like stopping thinking about it but I learned loads of little things like that and that's another really positive thing about therapy that I think like counseling that people don't realize is that you're not just going in there to like shy talk the whole time like you can come out of there learning like valuable things (laughs) like to deal with real things in real life like you actually do learn skills like just because they're like mental skills and they're not the same as like I don't know kicking a ball or like learning to knit or something like they're still just as important and like they'll get you through so much like so you can learn a lot from it like I think like it would be helpful like even if people think like there's nothing wrong or like they feel like they're perfectly okay like there is so much you can learn from even one session yeah definitely and like I'm not saying like oh everyone should go to counseling like that's not what I'm getting at at all but like I'm just kind of saying like that there is like so many things to be learned from it and I know that like after my my few months with Jigsaw like I'm finished now and I've been finished since like January um but I've kind of like taken away so much for it like I've learned like how to like I guess like in your sense any like worry like I am a bit of a worrier as well um wouldn't really worry about like school and stuff but like I am I worry about like silly things like I don't know (laughs) I don't even know what I worry about yeah I'm the same I worry about I don't know (laughs) crazy shit like honestly (laughs) the second time I went to counseling was in college 
um I think it was like over a year ago and I went for I don't really know how many sessions I'd say probably like six or seven I think like six to eight is like the standard of um free counseling sessions that most organizations give um but I found that really really helpful like and I'm in UL and I I really did find I was really really pleased with like the service I got considering it was free and again it was like similar scenario to Molly in that I know where um another thing is like in college every college I'm pretty sure most campuses around the country anyway have free counseling services so it is worthwhile if you are feeling like you might need to talk to someone you don't necessarily have to go in there but if you just go for a walk around have a little nosy around the place and figure out where the actual office is just so you know where it is and then if you build up the courage and you're like okay I'm gonna do it I'm gonna take that step and go in just go for it and like for me I I knew where the office was so I went in there and they were so nice like Molly was saying jigsaw where they were they welcomed me with such a big smile and they give you like a sheet of paper and you sit down and you fill out it's basically like a quiz but like you're not you're not being graded on it or anything it's just asking you like really really basic questions about your moods and stuff like and I think it was like asking you let's say it would be like how do you feel right now and you'd have to rate from like I don't know one to ten like are you sad or happy or it would ask questions like do you have suicidal thoughts you know stuff like that um from like all aspects it wouldn't just be about suicide but there'd be other stuff that would be like smaller questions just like do you feel lost sometimes or you know things and then you just fill that all out then you hand it back up and then they'll call you eventually to go in and speak to someone and then they kind of set up like a schedule with you like if they're like oh are you free this time Tuesdays we have a gap here and you could book in for like weekly or like you know it could be every two weeks you go for a session um but I found that really really helpful and the thing about this time was I had a man counselor and I never had a male counselor before I always had a woman um so I kind of thought at the start I was a bit iffy about it but then which I know is probably a bit sexist but it was just more yeah. like you know it's easier no, I actually understand yeah. that so much like you feel like it's easier to open up, open up to, to like someone like a woman or something yeah I definitely I know that it's probably sexist but um but yeah. I found him so helpful and again I did loads of kind of like cbt kind of style therapies with him um just like different i guess you call them like exercises um about i don't know, working through my thoughts and stuff um but i found that super helpful again and like the thing about like people always say it and i know it's such a cliche about counseling that it's like you just talk the whole time like you're a therapist like the counselor never talks and like that is partly true but there's something just so like especially if you haven't been to counseling you won't fully understand what I mean when I say this but it's just such it's literal like therapy I know that's literally what it is but when you're talking it just feels like you're unloading so much pressure and you go out of there afterwards and it feels like you've literally like emptied your brain out into a bin or something and it's like you've just lightened like a weight off your shoulders it's just yeah. it's so good for the soul and I like Molly was saying I definitely would recommend like for I think I do think everyone should try counseling at some time in their life or if you are feeling a stress and it might be something that you wouldn't actually connect to counseling like you literally might just be you know getting like bad back pains or finding that like yeah. your you know your schedules are really like tight during the day and you're just really stressed all the time and that might not be something you might think oh I need something traumatic to happen to go to counseling but even something like that you could just go into counseling and be like oh my god I've been so stressed like I'm fucking up the walls here every day like yeah. and you could come out of there and be like do you know what I actually feel so much better like, yeah and you might never need, need to go back again yeah. but you got so much from that one experience and um, what I was thinking of there Inya when you were talking is um 
would you have been really open with your friends if when you were going to counselling mm. would you have like told everyone that like no. or not everyone but like would you have been like hi I'm going to counselling so like would you have been okay with doing that um I don't I don't think so like when I'm looking back I don't really um when I was like thinking of like what to say today and like what to go through I think that's like the main like difference like and I'm not saying it was jigsaw that was like the reason I told people or the reason I was open with my friends or whatever but I think it's more age that like helped but I think um I got to this day I got this time around like I was so honest with my friends and like when I opened up to them and said oh I'm actually like like it kind of became like a thing like I just kind of said it to them really casually one day and they were just like that's that's grand and like it was kind of then like that I realized yeah. that other people go to counseling do you know that kind of way like I'm not the only person like me going to counseling like me like having an appointment was like had become like the same as if I had a nail appointment yeah. like once a week or once every two weeks I'd be like oh I'm going to counseling you know at 11 o'clock tomorrow like just in case like you're looking for me or whatever and they'd be so fine with it like it just became normal and I think that was like a one big thing that like spurred me to write this article I was like why isn't it talked about mm-hmm. Because before I, like, wrote this article, like, I would never have, like, told, like, let's say my nana that I was going to counselling. Like, do you know that kind of way? Yeah. I would never have been, like, oh, nana, I'm going to counselling. I I'd know, tell my nana yeah, everything. that's true. Whereas, I feel like with older generations, it can be a bit like that as well. Or even with, I to be fair to our generation, I think most people are at least coming around to being more, like, open-minded to that kind of stuff. Because, like, to be fair yeah. to me, even, like, I don't think there was ever... I don't think I ever necessarily felt a need to hide I was going to counselling. I just wouldn't be telling everyone. But I wouldn't be telling everyone if I'm going to the doctor because I hurt my toe or something anyway, you know? So That's um, true. Whereas I think I would have been opposite. Like, I actually would have, like... Not that I... I was definitely ashamed about it the first time I did it. And, like, I hate saying that now, but, like, it was so true. Like, I wouldn't... I would never have been, like... I wouldn't have felt comfortable telling people. And not that they weren't my friends or not that they weren't, like like good to me like because they probably would have understood but I just felt so like like, like I failed myself yeah it is that, that weird to go, if that makes kind sense. of stigma around it that people do feel that way um yeah yeah it is a bit of a weird one I do feel like as well it's a way bigger deal for boys like it's more of a thing for yeah. boys to kind of have to hide it or like you know like it's it's more of just an issue I think but I'm I am hoping again that that is kind of we're moving away from that but I definitely do think that it's bigger for boys definitely it's it's huge and you can like I guess that's kind of a notable thing as well like it's obvious like because I suppose with girls like I would sit down at home like in in Galway and like if I had like a bad day or something had gone wrong or like I was thick about something or upset about something like I could like just talk about them and tell them and I could cry in front of them or like yeah and like it wouldn't be a difference but wouldn't make any difference but for a lad they can't really do that i know yeah unless, unless they're like, like super close but even then even boys who have but even then i i, I can't see i know because they're yeah. such like they're the, they're the lads like i can't ever see people doing it you know that kind of way i know it's like it's not all boys either of course like but it's just it does seem i do think it would be fair to say that the majority wouldn't be game for going to counseling or expressing their emotions or if they did go yeah. to counseling they'd probably hide it they wouldn't be broadcasting it or anything but like Definitely it's literally not. nothing to be ashamed of and like I know people always say that like you know there's like strength in like reaching out like it doesn't make you weak it makes you strong I think that's so true like but I yeah. think that that's one of those things yeah. that you have to realize for yourself like 
you just have to try it for yourself yeah. and then when you look back you'll be like oh my god I was so scared about that and I did it I rock you'll be like I fucking did it like yeah I, I totally agree with that like it's like it is an empowering feeling being like oh I'm doing something to like help myself like I suppose it actually comes back to like self-care like uh, exactly. like I'm looking at Inya now like and she's a face, face mask, mask on like and I'm like <laughs> and like that's like there's something like I can't say this without sounding so cringy and I think like at the moment like this whole situation with like coronavirus and everyone having to be stuck in your house like this can be a really tough time for people who firstly have already dealt with mental health issues but then also for people who previously like might never have had mental health problems like this might actually be so triggering and it could be the first time for many people and you know that's hard too because you're in a position where like you're not feeling good for the first time ever you probably don't know how to cope with it and then you can't be near your friends or even reach out and go to counseling to try and help for it so like I think that's like right now definitely is tough for everyone it's so important it definitely is like the worst time I'd say to for anyone that is like experiencing mental health like not problems but maybe just like differences in their mental health like I feel like it's probably the worst time ever for them it's like it's so important right now for everybody like regardless of like your mental health history to stay on top of your mental health and keep it in check um so me and molly have decided we made um a list of 10 things we're doing um (laughs) at the moment in isolation to keep our mental health in check um so wait (laughs) will i start okay so my top 10 my list of 10 things i've been doing to try keep my mental health in check um some of them are things i do all the time um and some are things that I've just kind of took up since isolation. So I suppose one of the first things that I think is important for this current situation is to try to get into a good routine. Um, I'm like such a creature of habit anyway, and I just love like keeping on top of things and I love to do lists and <laughs> order and stuff. But I think even if you're not that type of person, I know it's so tempting when you've nothing to get up for in the morning and you've no reason to go to bed early to just, you know, like fuck it all, like say that, go to sleep every night at like 6 a.m not get up the next day to like 4 p.m but I think that after a while you're going to get so sick of that your you know your sleep schedule it will be all over the place and it's just like it just won't be a very good feeling and not only for your mental health but also for your physical health like that will take a toll um and it's so important obviously to get the right amount of sleep and everything so I definitely think it's important to try get up at a reasonable time that's what I've been doing I've been getting up at most days nine some days it's harder than others and then another thing I've been doing is working out which if anyone knows me will know that that just doesn't happen (laughs) but since being in isolation I've decided to try be more into fitness and keep on top of that kind of stuff and there's so many good like I was so surprised there's I'd never been on that side of YouTube before but there's so many good there's so many good like home workouts and stuff and you don't even need equipment for some of them so like I started off on like 10 minutes literally I couldn't do anything now I'm doing like 40 minutes every morning and like I actually already feel different it's not yeah honestly I built it up so much but I really want abs (laughs) I'll be waiting months for it (laughs) but I actually I really like it though and it's not even just for like how it look makes me look physically or anything because like I haven't really seen any differences there yet but like even just for my mental health and I find that like my energy is so much better like I have way more energy I'm sleeping better I'm going to bed bed at a more like natural time like it's just better all around 
Um, and another thing I've picked up that I've started doing only since this all happened is I've been trying to spend less time on my phone. Um, and I've thought about doing this for a long time, but I always found excuses for myself. Like, especially when I was in college and like, I had like, you know, commitments and I, I convinced myself, like I think about turning my wifi off at night before going to bed, but then I'd be like, oh no, but what if like a lecture, I get an email that a lecture is cancelled and I need to see it. Like, or what if somebody definitely needs to tell me something, you know, it's like you justify these things to yourself. But since I have like nobody to contact, I have no reason to need to know anything. Um, I thought it was such a good opportunity to start spending less time on my phone. So I've been trying to turn off my Wi-Fi for at least the last hour before I go to bed every night. So I just have my phone beside my bed then and all I use it for really is my alarm. And then in the morning, I started off only having it off for the first hour of the morning. But now I actually don't have it on for like, like I get up at nine and most days I don't turn it back on till like 1 p.m. Yeah. Um, my Wi-Fi. And oh my God, it makes such a difference. Like it's so nice. It's so refreshing because your head is just not polluted with like yeah. a load of like shit memes or like yeah. don't bad news about like coronavirus and stuff, you know, I, or even just it's so easy to get sucked in by group chats like whenever I turn mine back on especially like at one o'clock then I find that I could spend just an hour catching up on all my group chat messages or like memes and shit that I've been sent um so I still need to work on that but it's it's a work in progress like that's actually a really good one yeah like I notice such a difference in myself when I don't go on my phone like when I go on like if I can stay off it for like an hour or two hours I actually don't want to go back on it because I'm like, oh, yeah. I actually love like the like the the kind of like the mood I'm in right now. Like I love like I'm getting things done. I'm so productive. I actually, yeah, you're way I actually have a little productive. bit of anxiety about going back on it. I'm like, I just don't, I don't want to do it because I know my day is going to be like tainted Same. after this. Yeah, I'm so like that too. Um, that's kind of another thing that kind of I guess feeds into um the not being on my phone another thing I would recommend is like writing to-do lists and like we were actually talking about this earlier in the podcast that like literally like Molly you were saying you even write on your to-do list like to get up in the morning just so you can at least like tick that off and that's such (laughs) that's another good thing for like your mental health because like you know people always say like even if you get all you do is get up this morning that's something but it's so true because like you know like that's something you're actually getting up you're actually you know putting that out there into the universe like I'm getting off I'm actually deciding to like live and do something I today literally such a oh like I love to do list like I was gonna say I'm a slut for to-do list but that is so wrong I shouldn't say that <laughs> I am a slut for to-do like, list like there's nothing better than like literally... taking off like or like I do little boxes and get, getting like a different color to color in all my boxes is what I usually do and like I literally get such a thrill out of like yeah. coloring in a little little yeah. There's something so sexy like, about like, oh yeah taking it off. <laughs> At the end of the day, you're like, oh my god, you might as well have climbed Kilimanjaro. Like you actually feel like you've conquered the world. But it's is such a good feeling. Yeah, I would definitely literally. recommend that. And like the thing is, like some things on my to do list as well. Like you know when you say to do list, it sounds like it's so fancy. But I would literally have stuff on there. Like literally, I had to do a face mask today. <laughs> It can literally be anything, um, just something to keep you going. Um, another thing that kind of touches in again with the whole phones is I think it's like, well, I've seen a lot of people doing this anyway, which is really nice to see, but like try and make your communication with your friends be face to face. Like I know you can't be in person, but you know, try and do like FaceTime calls or Zoom calls, like try and get away a bit from like texting and memes because like, not that I love a good meme, like, and I love group chats and stuff, but like. <laughs> sometimes it can be annoying because like you're constantly on your phone like you're just like type 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 like the whole time or like it's just like 
I get headaches anyway from like looking at screens for too long and especially this has highlighted it so much for me like how important it is to just get away from your phone a bit and like I find when you're on zoom it's less straining on your eyes or like your neck or anything like you can have your laptop set up in front of you but be like drinking tea or like sitting back swinging on the chair like doing whatever and you don't have to be your head hanging over like a laptop or a phone screen typing something out and it's just more personal too and you can like crack jokes and it's more natural conversation and like you just get a better sense of the people like you're missing who you'd usually be talking to face to face you know yeah I think another like thing is that like a lot of people's text personalities are not the same as their actual personalities and it's not like they're it's not through anyone's fault but like sometimes there can be serious miscommunication yeah. through text. I'm such a bad texter or, though like, anyway like I yeah. like I just literally just want to get the text said and over and done with and sent like I just don't want to be on my phone like um yeah so like I wouldn't be sending emojis all the time and stuff and then sometimes like people might not pick up on that that that's not actually personal I just hate texting yeah do you know and sometimes you don't can't pick up like sarcasm on text yeah. or anything like that like so it's just so much easier to talk to someone because like you can hear the tone of their voice like I, i'm like um i'm kind of losing track now of all my numbers but another one i have yeah. which is one of my favorite ones is to go outside like i just love being outside like even when i was little i loved being outside all the time and it's it's weird because this is another thing about um isolation this whole situation it's reminded me so much of my summer holidays when i was a child like does anybody else get that like i just like aside from like my friends like not being able to be here it's like even just being on the trampoline and shit with my sisters it's like we haven't done this since we were so young but it's so nice just to go outside and like you know just bring a chair outside like sit in your garden like go on your trampoline like yeah do whatever go for a walk like it's just you have time so you should make time to go outside like and even I've been trying to do as much of my like college work as I can from outside and like sometimes it can be hard you know especially if it's something on my laptop and the sun might be in your eyes but like try and find even solutions for that like you know we got an umbrella like I found an umbrella in our in our garage so I put that in the table so now like that makes it so much easier to have my laptop or like even I was reading outside and I kept having to put a blanket over my head so that I could see without yeah. like hurting my eyes um but like definitely just spend more time outside like and don't even put your headphones in like actually listen to the birds like listen to like if there's a stream near your house and stuff like it's it's so relaxing it's so soothing yeah um that kind of brings me on to another point I have about meditation um I am so into meditation anyway like even when I am in college like aside from this and um there's really good guided ones on youtube like you don't even because like i actually got um headspace before and i just didn't i didn't like it um i just like no hate to headspace because some people i think the reason i didn't like it though to be honest is because i started off on youtube like on there's loads of guided meditations so then i was kind of used to them so it was hard to like headspace is a whole different style and stuff um there's also what's that other one it's like is it calm, calm or, or, or time out there's another one that comes yeah. on iphones i tried that too and i didn't like it um but youtube have so many like free ones like literally for anything they have some for like you know visualization if you're trying to like manifest something in specific there's some yeah. for just literally like calming meditation like meditation for clearing negativity <laughs> like loads of different ones um that yeah. are so good and like i know loads of people say oh meditation's definitely yeah. not for me but have you even tried it like like seriously (laughs) like try it like it's actually so helpful and like you'd be so surprised how zen you'd be coming out of it um so i definitely recommend that i agree with that it's such a good one um 
And another one, I kind of finished on this one. I don't know if I'm at 10, but um, (laughs) it's okay to have bad days. Like, literally, I keep being so hard on myself because, like, I have, like, a little routine for myself now going. But, like, some days it's just so hard to do anything. And, like, I might have planned to do, like, a workout or, like, you know, to do, like part of an assignment I have for college or like you know an own my own like personal project or something and I just wake up and I'm like I actually just can't and like I then it's it's worse on yourself then I think to force yourself to do it like it's okay to just some days to just be like fucking yeah. I actually can't do it because like we're you're only human at the end of the day and like the, the other yeah. side of it is like it is a time like one of those rare times where you don't have any responsibilities so like if you do want to just have a few cheat days, like, fuck it. Like, it's not like you're skipping work. It's not like you're skipping college. Like, exactly. you might as well yeah. do it now. Um, So I definitely would recommend all of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My 10-ish um, things to do in quarantine. But yeah, so um, I kind of like, I have a lot of the same as Inya. Um, the one I will say that I do like every morning is that I always like, I don't know, like this probably sounds so silly, but like I always make my bed. Yeah, that's a really good idea. World's the world I'm the world's worst for like getting up and if I don't make my bed I feel like I don't know like, this sounds so silly like I actually haven't even saying this like out loud but like I feel really scattered yeah that's like, such if, a good like, point I feel like seriously like, if my bed is made like I'm kind of like I'm starting my day off right if that makes sense um and like we said earlier like I always make a to-do list the night before and I always like mix in like like I have a lot of college work to do like I'm well, I only well not anymore like I finished my last exam today Woo-hoo! but I kind of <laughs> I have only one assignment left so like I'm kind of nearly finished college work but I always like mix in like I suppose like fun things like in with my college work so I don't it doesn't seem like I have a load of yeah, college work to do I do that too I really yeah, do that's a good idea yeah um yoga is the thing I've been like not getting into because I've always like kind of been into it like I always did a journal leave insert and stuff like that but um I've kind of definitely like stayed clear of it in college um like not deliberately but like I don't know like I'm have a horrific routine in college like I from I don't know what I'm doing from one day to the next so I never really got into it in college but um at the moment I'm doing like a 30 day like yoga challenge so like it makes me like have to do it like every day yeah. if that makes sense oh, like I, I have to yoga. go I used to do yoga and meditation yeah. in UL actually um very yeah, good it was so fun I loved it I was kind of shit but anyway <laughs> Oh, I'm so bad at it. Like, for the amount I do, like, I'm actually so bad Some at it. Some of the but, poses like, are so better. hard, though. <laughs> yeah. They actually yeah. are. <laughs> and they just throw them in in the middle of all the easy ones as well. And you're just like, that's not fair. Yeah. Like, just so beat. But anyway. And um, I I have the thing down about, like, walks and, like, playing with my dog. Like, I don't know. She's yeah, just kind of like... Yeah, that's true, though. Playing with your dog. It's like the simple, like, pure things. Like, do you know? Yeah. I'm definitely going to be listening back to this and be like, why did I say that? It's <laughs> so cringy. Um, the one thing that I've started doing as well is that I'm starting to like bake a lot. Now, anyone that knows me knows like I'm a horrific baker, like, but like I'm kind of actually getting okay at it. Like it kind of gives me something to do. And any time that I have to like bake or cook or go for a walk, I always put in a podcast. Yeah. Because I find I love like... podcasts. Yeah. I, <laughs> I find that like, especially during quarantine, like, because obviously... I don't really have that many people to be talking to, like, unless you're on FaceTime to someone, that, like, it actually feels like you're in a conversation and if you're listening to a yeah, podcast, whereas if you're true. listening to music, like, I feel like a lot of the time music kind of, like, riles me up. Like, if that makes sense, I get really, like, hyper listening to music. Like, yeah, no, I get you. And I, like, get in the mood to, like, go out or something. Whereas if I'm listening to a podcast, like, I'm calm, mm-hmm. like, because it's just people talking. 
um and the ringing people as well um i ring like my nana every day like that's kind of like part of my routine like i ring her in the evening every day just to like have someone to talk to and like just having like a routine like that with like your friends and stuff as well is like really important and i think the i this definitely isn't 10 like but i think um the last thing i've done is like do like little projects for yourself yeah that's a good one definitely yeah um i've kind of like tried to like like i'm the world's worst like sore like i can't sew things but like I try like my best to like like make little things or like even like the whole I suppose that kind of ties in with the baking thing like trying to like test myself to like yeah. like do something like bake something or like make a, like a top or something like that just something like that doesn't take long yeah I think that's like, such or, a big thing like but to be I think a lot of people have like taken the initiative to use this time to you know do things you wouldn't usually do like you know yeah, you baking I was like fitness like you know things that like you probably think about all the time like oh I wish I was one of those people because I used to always make jokes like yeah. oh, I wish I was someone who, an actual like fitness person like who actually tried yeah um and then I actually have all this time and I was like fuck it I might as well try like yeah um exactly. but that's such a good point like about just trying new things you know try all the things that you usually yeah. always put off like because it, it's such a good time like yeah. all we have is time like exactly and I think the last one I've written down is kind of the exact same as the thing you said is kind of like like don't be hard on yourself kind of like if you want to stay in bed all day um just like be kind of mindful about it like that's how I kind of yeah. do it. like because I know that if I'm not like mindful about like stuff like that like I'll spend like four days in bed and not realize that it has been four days and I'll get into like a rut like and get into a bit of a yeah fun. whereas I'm like if I'm like mindful like, like okay I'm actually gonna take like a day off and like I'm gonna binge watch like yeah. a season or something. It's like just hold yourself accountable. All day. Kind of, like exactly, yeah. and then tomorrow I'm gonna to get up and do all my college work. That's kind of just being mindful about it, yeah. I suppose. They're kind of like my things I'm doing in isolation, yeah, kind of endings. It definitely wasn't even ten, like. <laughs> um. And then the other thing we thought would be fun to do was list like our yeah. five, like top five, like feel good songs. Yeah. Um, this is so yeah, bad. I'm like, you, you say yours first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was like thinking about this before we uh, started recording and I was like, what ones will I pick? Because I was like, it's definitely, I'm going to get a mocking no matter what I say. Like, like the place is going to be taken out of you no matter what I say. So I decided to like pick like the top five songs that were like the last like five songs that I've listened to. Because they actually all were fairly like happy and like, you know, like feel good songs. So I was like, uh, I actually don't even want to say these out loud. So um, someone I've been getting like before we went into isolation, like this, I don't know why I'm going to ramble on the story. But um, I have like, um, my dad bought me um, a David Bowie um, record and I actually left it and my record player in Galway Aww. so I was really like when we came home for isolation so I'm really sick in that it's there so I've like decided to like listen to like David Bowie on repeat that's always a good shout like kind of like <laughs> yeah in protest of leaving the record up there so the first one I have is uh Cooks by David Bowie oh I, I actually hate that I just say this out loud <laughs> like, I can actually already hear people texting me being like what the fuck why did you say that <laughs> um Free Ride by the Edgar Winter Group um the game milky chance oh i really shouldn't have said that but it was the last five <laughs> that was there <laughs> i actually don't think i should say the rest of them but okay we keep going and i'll just like never like i'll turn off my phone for the rest of my life um love come down by evelyn um champagne king she's like it's really like a really good feel good song like it's really oh, good look it up. and um 
Love Love by Yes We See, which is um just um one of the girls' brothers' band. Oh, that's and, cool. Yeah, well, he recently on Spotify, so he, they're Look. really good. So yeah, shameless plug. <laughs> Go follow them on Spotify and Instagram. Um, mine are like such a mixture. Like I'll probably get cut for them as well. Um, literally, mine are like every kind of genre. But um, don't jump the Pointer Sisters. Do you know that song? Yeah. Oh, I love that song. It's such a good feel good song. It always reminds me yeah. of you know, Hugh Grant in love actually and he's absolutely yeah. jamming out to it i love that such good feel yeah. good song and then last night a dj saved my life and um, this is this is okay, such yeah. a random one but it actually is probably my favorite song ever your dog is <laughs> yeah good tune <laughs> paradise by the dashboard light meatloaf oh i oh, yeah, that's love a good that song it's so good and it's like eight <laughs> minutes long i always listen to it it just makes me feel so good i don't know why hot stuff by yeah. donna summer another one that just puts you in such a good mood i love all her songs and yeah. if you want blood you've got it acdc <laughs> you know the rock chick um no but seriously that's such a good song as well they songs that just oh yeah the ACDC hi- just, all those songs just hype me up so much um and i feel like everyone needs a bit yeah. of that right now I- Totally. (laughs) I feel like it's worth noting before we end the podcast that obviously we're not like mental health experts or anything like that. Um, We're just two young ones. Um, But um, this is just this is just kind of to shed some light on our personal experiences with um, counselling and like just to kind of share a bit like what we know. But obviously what we know is just, you know, we're just two young ones. We're not experts. Um, so it's just important to keep that in mind and also different things work for different people but another thing that um I would recommend doing while you're in um isolation yeah, if we, you I are having like that's just what we've been health, or you're even just curious you should definitely just like don't be afraid to like look things up like email jigsaw like it doesn't that's not like a binding contract that you have to go ever meet with them you could just email them a question see what they say or you know, even um, go on YouTube, like look up other people's experiences with counselling, look up like coping mechanisms, like you'd be so surprised what you find on the internet. Like that's one of the best things about like the internet. There's so much like advice and info out there. Um, and then there's other like support services available too. Like I know in Limerick, I was so surprised to find out there's so many different services. Yeah. Um, just off the top of my head, I'm just trying to think. There's North Star Project. I think that's specifically for like addiction. Um, I was doing a story on them last year. Um, when I was working in a media company, and I went into their office, and it's amazing. Like it is just so amazing. All the services they have in there. They even do like, um, like Reiki treatments and stuff. Um, at like a discounted price for people who are you know like kind of different treatments for like mental health and stuff that are just like they're amazing as well so it's it would be a good thing as well to look up what services are around because I'm sure like John, we take it for granted that we obviously know about jigsaw and stuff but I'm sure there's a lot of people who don't realize there are free services out there and I think another thing people think when they hear counseling you know you think oh huge prices like therapy oh that's a load of money like but there are free services there too so yeah. just look it up like literally you'd be so surprised what you find online that's it for this week's podcast uh please be sure to let us know what feel good tunes are getting you through COVID-19 in next in next week's podcast following on from this Katie and Farouk are going to be discussing chapter four of the magazine EHA which is all about Irish nightlife and in particular Irish artist Jafaris so make sure to tune in for that um, and keep your eyes peeled too we're going to be running a competition very soon on how you can win a copy of issue one's magazine and we'll ship that out to you <laughs> um, so 
yeah keep your eyes peeled and thanks so much for listening again to this week's podcast i know it's definitely a lot longer than last week's but hopefully it might be helpful yeah. for i don't know anyone out there um, yeah. so thanks so much and we'll <laughs> see you next week <laughs> bye <laughs>